to the Just Be With Me podcast. This is a podcast about self-care, about authenticity, and most importantly, about being human and being yourself. Your host is trying her best. Hello, and welcome back to the Just Be Here With Me podcast. I'm currently trying to figure out how I can use my left hand to podcast today because I usually use my right hand to hold my phone, <laughs> which I know sounds like such a simple thing. Like, obviously, I, like I've picked my phone up and I can handle it and all those things, but um, I got my second COVID vaccine. I know I'm like super late to the game, but I got my super, or I got my, what am I saying? I got my second <laughs> COVID vaccine yesterday and I woke up today and my shoulder and arm and neck are just sore. It's like, pain is radiating throughout my right arm and shoulder and shoulder belly. It's just, I don't know. Anyways, so today's been a day. (laughs) Um, It's honestly, like, I was exhausted this morning, and I had a hard time getting out of bed. (laughs) Um, But aside from that, now I'm actually feeling pretty good physically, aside from the whole, generally, I do not want to move my arm because it will hurt very much no matter what I do. So, yeah. Anyways, I know I was super late to the game on this one, but yeah, it took me a while to kind of, like, I wanted to wait at the beginning when they first came out, because I wanted to kind of see, I guess, the research on it, and how that developed as it came out, and stuff, um, and I also, like, have this fear of needles, and so I was like, oh my god, I don't know, I don't know, and then, like, I remember hearing someone talk about, like, just how it's really a responsibility and like I thought about it more and I was like this is ridiculous like I'm kind of acting stupid because like I'm letting this small fear get me you know in a place that's like not protecting the people around me and stuff like that and like I need to be responsible and I remember hearing someone say like it's selfish not to take it and I thought about that more and I was like you know what that's right like it's my public responsibility, and I just was like, I need to do this, so, because I was kind of like, oh, I don't know, you know, and I was like, you know what, this is very important, and I need to do it, so I'm late to the game, but I'm here, and actually, it went really well, I was like, so nervous the day of, I swear to God, I booked my appointment the day before, and you can get it for free at Walgreens if you're in the States, by the way, and I would recommend Walgreens, because, I don't know, I mean, I used them, and they were great, I'm sure CVS, and I think Sam's Club does it, I know someone just got their first dose, actually, um, I remember hearing someone got their first dose at, uh, Sam's Club, so, pretty much everywhere they have it now um and actually a pro of getting it now is that for me at least there weren't many people getting it like for my second dose there were more people and it took longer (laughs) um I did book an appointment but like they were just busy uh yesterday but um for my first one it's like we got there and I was like there's almost no one else here so that's pretty cool Um, so my time slot was, like, fully wide open. Um, but yeah, anyways, so 
if you're if you're kind of like me and you are afraid of needles and you're like I don't know how this is gonna go when you're like really terrified or something just know it's like not that bad um because I hadn't gotten a shot in a while and I do not like needles very much um and I just want to encourage you because I just just thinking about this more as a public health issue and I was like you know it's my responsibility to do this and I do feel like it's an important part of being you know in the society keeping people safe and just you know getting out of the pandemic and really getting back to connecting with people and you know I know for me like I'm super excited now that I'm I'm not fully vaccinated until two weeks afterwards, so I'm not going to say I'm fully vaccinated in the traditional definition of, like, the CDC says, like, two weeks after you get fully vaccinated, or after you get your second dose, you're fully vaccinated. So I'm, like, technically fully vaccinated, but technically not. (laughs) By the technical definition, I am not, but I have gotten my second dose, so I'm so excited. I'm, like, very excited. I'm in a... I wouldn't say considerable amount of pain, but, like, an uncomfortable amount of pain. But I know that's only going to last for, like, probably one, maybe two more days in terms of, like, just general discomfort, but not, like, terrible or whatever. So, yeah. But honestly, it went much better than expected. I literally, (laughs) this is what I was going to continue saying. I, like, went on a tangent there. But I literally booked my appointment, the first one, the day before and I kind of had a little bit of a mini panic attack because I was like oh my god I'm getting shot and like in my head I know that I'm fine and it's gonna be fine but in my body it's like they're I'm just I don't know it's like instant panic sets in of like oh my god it's gonna be so painful oh my god oh my god oh my god and yeah <laughs> anyways so I slept and I kept waking up in the middle of the night with like this panicked feeling and I woke up that morning and my appointment was at like 3 30 p.m by the way I woke up in the morning and like every muscle in my body was squeezing me and I was like oh my god oh my god I was so nervous I like listened to some binaural beats to calm me down but if I didn't have those I swear every muscle in my body was like so tense I felt like I was just in a state of like I don't know, I felt like my body was, like, squeezing me, like, there was a fist around, like, my whole entire body or whatever, (laughs) it was just, like, you know, it just, it was very uncomfortable, and then I went there, and I had it, and I was actually much better by the time I got there, because I was listening to my binaural beats, and I was surprised how much that actually helped me, but I was like, this is important, I need to go get this, even though everything in my body is like, no, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do this, you know, um, (laughs) so I was like, this is important, we're getting this, we're gonna do this for ourselves, and I'm like, talking to myself as if my body is a separate person that I'm talking to, because it feels like that sometimes, um, you know how, like, you know in your head that you're gonna be fine, But at the same time, your body's, like, freaking out, and you're like, ugh, like, you need to calm down. (laughs) Like, that is how I felt. But I got there, and I was, like, considerably better. And then I had to wait for a little while, which I always kind of like it when I get somewhere that I'm nervous about, like, being there, and I have to wait. So that's why I try to get to places early if I'm really anxious. I'll be like, I'm getting up three hours early so that I can get there one hour early, which I know sounds insane. But that just calms me down when I can wait for a while. I'm like, oh, this isn't that bad. I've gotten there. And I've, like, set myself up. So, anyway, so we got there. I actually got there about 15 minutes early. I wasn't, like, crazy early for this appointment. But we had to, like, or I had to do 
um, some paperwork and um, I just had to fill out some things for them. So, or did I do that online? I can't remember. They did that the next time, which I was kind of surprised, to be honest, that they asked me for kind of the same information. But they do have to do the survey just to make sure that you haven't been exposed to anything and all those things. So that I do get. But they asked me about like, I don't know, like my vaccine history for like other things that I had already given them. So I was like, oh, okay, well, whatever. I guess they have to kind of see if like anything's been updated but it's only been three weeks but at the same time whatever (laughs) they have to they have to do that so that's their procedure um and ended up getting in there I think the pharmacist was the one who gave me the vaccine and the first vaccine stung a lot but it wasn't like I kind of see it like I, I say giving blood but it's like drawing blood like for a blood test or whatever it was kind of like that and I was like oh I can handle that like it hurt and I'll, like, it hurt more than I was expecting because some people said they didn't even feel it. But I think it's because I was probably so tense. But anyways, um, so, and he also, like, took a while to give the shot, which my second vaccine, now that I've had the second one, I can say, you know, because the person who gave it to me was a different person. They were a certified immunizer. And if you can get someone who's a certified immunizer, if you can go to a hospital to get it, I think that might be, like, a better decision because um, I don't know how much, like, I was talking with someone about this, actually, but um, who was with me uh, and stuff when I was getting my shots and stuff. But anyways, uh, and she said, like, you know, the pharmacist may not give as much or as, as many vaccinations, and so that might be why he's, like, because for the second one, it was, like, so quick. I was so surprised how quick it was. It did sting, like, a little bit, but not as much as the first time. I was expecting it to sting that much, and I was kind of... I was nervous, but I definitely wasn't as nervous as I was before because I knew what it was like. And I was like, you know what? I can handle that. Like, I can handle that. My body was still, like, a bit nervous. I was, like, getting nervous and getting stressed out. I was like, why am I getting stressed out today? And I was like, oh, yeah, like, I have this shot today, and I am anticipating the pain, and it's going to be, like not bad at all but at the same time you know how your body's kind of like not like I feel like this is a universal thing no one wants to have pain right like you know so I was like I was like anticipating that I was like okay you can do this you've got this you're okay like you're fine so anyways we got there and we waited for like a while actually um but I kind of expected that so and there were other people there and so I was like yeah this is gonna take a little while but it was fine and she actually the person who gave it to me the second time she was so first of all she's super nice they were both super nice um but she was super nice and friendly and she just gave it to me so quickly that I was like it's done she's like it's done and I was like it's done um and the first time I swear it took like a minute for him to give me the shot which I know doesn't sound like that long but it is a while when it's stinging like that when it's going in um and it did sting a little bit and I was like okay I can do this I was trying to, like, do my deep breathing. I heard, like, if you breathe out, if you exhale while you're given a shot, it actually, people report less pain, apparently. I read that somewhere. I think it was, like, Healthline or something. And so I was, like, trying to exhale while she was doing that. Um, So I don't know if that helped me or not. (laughs) I don't know if I actually did while she was doing it because I didn't look. I was like, I don't want to look. I'm good. So... (laughs) But uh, it didn't hurt as much because it was so, I think because it was so quick too, you know. 
Um, and I wasn't as, like, I wasn't as nervous. I was kind of nervous while she was putting it in, but I wasn't, like, I didn't wake up that day with, like, the same, like, I didn't wake up at all with, like, in the middle of the night, I didn't wake up with, like, panic or something. <laughs> um, and I didn't wake up in the morning with this sense of, like, I don't know, just, like, some snake was, like, tightening around me, you know? Like, it, I don't know if anyone experiences anxiety like, listens to this show, but you know what I'm talking about, probably. If if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. But anyways, <laughs> um, I woke up feeling relaxed. I was, like, ready. I was nervous, and I had those little tiny moments of, like, you know, my body just being like, wait a second, is this a good idea? And I was like, yes, it is. You're fine. It's going to be fine. It's okay. You know, so... I was nervous. I was actually pretty nervous once we got there. But then I, when I had to wait, it was like, I'm going to have to wait and I'm going to be fine. And like, I don't know. I just, I calmed down considerably. So that's my advice. If you're really nervous about needles and you've been really nervous to get this, first of all, it's really good to get. Um, this is coming from someone who's in your position. <laughs> um, and it has so much research behind it. I know people say like, oh, it hasn't been that long since it's been out. But I was actually talking to uh, someone about this and they were like, you know, they've been working on those for a while, which makes sense because SARS is something that's been around for a while. They've actually just been working on it for this specific thing. So they've tailored it for this specific mutation, right? Because COVID-19 is a variant, but they've been working on things like in vaccines for this for a long time. So there's actually a lot of science around it. Um, and, oh, and just to say this, I don't know if it would be helpful for someone, but I got the Pfizer. Um, and I know people report less side effects with Pfizer. I know my dad got Moderna. My mom got Pfizer. So my dad, I know, had like a, not like, I wouldn't say a bad reaction, not a bad reaction, like, it's not a bad reaction in the traditional sense of a bad reaction, just, like, he was, he really felt, like, achy and kind of fluey and stuff the first day he got the Moderna, and for my mom, she didn't even really feel it, and she didn't really have many side effects other than her arm, which for me was kind of the same thing. I was tired after the second dose, and I feel like I was tired with the first dose, too, um, but I don't know if that's because I was so stressed. Like, I think that might have been because I was stressed, too. So I can't say whether that's a vaccine or whether I was just stressed. But I think I was, like, I remember feeling kind of not weird in, like, a bad way. Just, like, a little bit, like, the slightest bit achy and kind of tired with the second dose. And now it's the second day. It's the day after I got my second dose. And this is probably, like, the most pain I'm going to be in, which I was, like fully expecting because you know with the first dose I had the same thing where I woke up the next day and I was like my arm is so sore and this time my shoulder's sore my neck's sore and stuff like that and that might be the way I was sleeping or because like I was stressed yesterday as well a bit um I know with the first one like my jaw was sore too afterwards and I think that's just because like that was directly after I got my shot um, and I think that was because I was so stressed, <laughs> like my jaw released and I was like, oh, I didn't even know I was holding all that stress in my jaw, but I was. So I know my life updates are often like 20 minutes, but I don't know. It takes me a while to like explain everything. But anyways, I just want to say if you're contemplating the vaccine, it's a really good thing. 
um, if you're like me and you're kind of, (laughs) you're kind of really nervous, um, and you maybe have a lot of anxiety around just shots in general or needles or whatever, um, just know it's not going to be as bad as you think. Um, lots of people are super nice. People who are giving it to you are super nice. Go ahead and listen to music. Go ahead and like get in the zone, get in there early and, you know, wait a while and let yourself calm down if that'll help you. I know some people that helps, at least for me, that really helps me because I, I just am able to really calm down and like have time and space to calm down. Um, and yeah, just know it won't be as bad as you think. And once you actually get it over with, at least for me, this was the case, like once you get it over with and you're like, okay, I've done this before. And I found this the same for when I was, when I had blood tests that I had to do, because I had a, a period of my life where I had to, like I had some medical things going on. And so I had to give more blood and I got so comfortable giving blood because I was like, I was like, okay, like you're going to draw blood. That's fine. Like I know it's going to sting a bit. This is just my experience. I don't know if this is anyone else's experience, but I know for me, I know it's going to sting a little bit. I know it's going to be a bit uncomfortable. I'm going to look away. It's going to sting a little bit. I'm going to be able to deal with it. It's, you know, it's kind of like alcohol. Like I see it like alcohol on a cut. Um, it's like you put alcohol in a cut, you know, it's going to sting, but you know, it's going to help you. And you know, you can handle this thing, even if it's like, Ooh, that really stings. Like, Oh gosh. But you can handle it because it's going to be gone in a few minutes, right? Hopefully. I mean, um, with the shot, it was done and like, whenever the shot was done, which for the first time was like about a minute or so. And for the second time she was like done so quickly. Um, and really the only side effect that I've seen which is, this is my experience, and this is my experience with the Pfizer, so take that with a grain of salt, you know, your body may be different, but, um, and also follow your, you know, professional's advice, right, your health professional, um, but for me, like, it was just really simple, really fast, and I could feel my arm hurting right away, which I didn't feel as much with the first one, but I just expected that, and I knew that would be the case, and I was like, okay, like, you know, and I'm very, now I'm very, like, I'm not excited. I wouldn't say I'm excited, but I'm just like, I'm ready if I have to take another shot or whatever, because I've honestly like since childhood and I'm like 20 now, but (laughs) I've honestly since childhood, just not like no one loves shots. I mean, you know, but it's just like, I've been very uncomfortable and had some not bad experiences, like terrible or anything. Just like it really, really hurt. And my body's just very averse to that and it was as very nervous and I don't think I knew how nervous I was because I thought I was kind of just like waiting I was like under the story of like oh I'm just waiting till there's more research I'm like no you're freaking freaking terrified like it's okay but like also it's not as bad as you think it's gonna be and like it's gonna be fine so I don't know who needs to hear this I don't know if sharing this is helpful, or if you've already gotten it, you got it in, like, January, like my mom did, and, you know, are just like, yep, you got it, great for you, you know, I don't know, but, um, yeah, and I know I'm late to the game on this, but I'm here, so I guess that's important, right, it's more than we all get there, no matter how we get there, um, and vaccine's so important, it's so important to get vaccinated, and to protect people around you, and, yeah, it's really, it's really something that I think, you know, you should do if you have the capability to, 
um, and the ability to do that in your country as well because I know this is another thing that I thought about I'm like I have the privilege to do this and I have the privilege to do this for free it's like I need to do this you know this is a privilege and this also allows once you and I thought about this too um once you get the vaccine and once more people get the vaccine it can be distributed to other countries that maybe don't have as much ability to access that and I just thought about all the people who really need it and who really want it in other countries and I just thought you know I need to do this like this is so important for me for them for people around me for so many different reasons it's so important to get vaccinated um and yeah and don't let your fear of needles you know um I don't know what was the word uh I feel like it's defray but it's probably not my brain is kind of not at its best today, but, (laughs) um, which I think I said last week, or, yeah, I think I said last episode, my brain is not in the best place, like, in terms of being able to recall words, but anyways, um, (laughs) don't let your fear stop you, is basically what I mean to say, you know, because it's so important, and so many people have already taken this, so there's a lot of evidence that it's fine, um, I'm not going to say, let's see, what should I say? I'm not going to say anything specifically, I guess, against the Johnson & Johnson. For me, and this is my personal choice, I felt more safe getting the Pfizer and Moderna. I know it's like very small percentage of people who did get blood clots with Johnson & Johnson. I just felt safer picking the Pfizer in particular, especially since I heard that the Pfizer was, um, you know, less in terms of side effects. So I was very happy to choose that. Um, I encourage you to do your own research and decide for yourself what you want to do and what would be a best choice for you. And definitely consult your provider or your professionals about your decision if you want to do that with them as well. Um, or if you have, you know, considerations for, you know, other things that might, I don't know, not really interfere with the vaccine, but you know, like if you have a previous condition or whatever, then definitely consult your provider. Um, so yeah, that's my little, (laughs) that's my whole rant. I know I'm like, (laughs) like 25 minutes into the episode or so. (laughs) Um, but yeah, that's my vaccine story. So I guess this is going to take up like a, like about half the episode (laughs) or so. Um, but yeah, so today we're diving into exercise um, and exercising in a way that feels good for your body, and we, just in case you're just tuning in, uh, we are talking about body positivity this month on the podcast, and that's because, um, I have a self-care membership for women called the Queen Collective, and this month we're focusing on body positivity, and, um, so that's a big part of my life, and it's a big part of what will be mentioned here, on the podcast because I want this to be a space where we discuss like self-care and just topics around that too like body positivity and you know taking care of yourself in all areas of life you know physically emotionally mentally spiritually financially all those things so we're gonna be diving into all those topics in future months um and I'm excited to get into that but today we are talking about the third episode or third real topic if you will (laughs) in our series exercise. And if you want to hear more about diet culture and things like that, you can go ahead and listen to the episode that came out uh, this past Sunday. 
Um, I ended up having to like move some things around. Usually episodes come out and I'm planning to, for them to come out on Tuesdays. <laughs> um, there are sometimes factors that I can't control that make them a little bit later than expected. Um, so yeah, you can hear more about that and why that happened last week if you want to listening to last week's episode. But uh, and the week before that on that Tuesday, we talked about the body positivity versus health debate and just why personally for me, I um, really kind of feel like they can go together. Um, And so if you want to hear more about that perspective, you can listen to the episode that came out two weeks ago. So yeah, um, though, that's where we are though. We're officially at exercise now. And yeah, this is going to be, I'm hoping for this to be a bit of a shorter episode because I know I talked for a long time last week and I probably talked for a long time this week just explaining the whole COVID vaccine thing and my experience with it. Um, so yeah, this is definitely a week where I had to practice self-care, especially yesterday. I took some steps to like make sure I was, I didn't have as much work on my plate or really um, I think I stepped away from work completely after I got my vaccine, because I got my vaccine late in the day, first of all. Um, I booked my appointment for, like, 3.30, but I ended up getting the vaccine, I think, around 4 or 4.15, because I had to, like, fill out some paperwork, there were people waiting, there was different things that went on, so, <laughs> um, yeah, but anyways, so, uh, I ended up getting home later, and so, um, decided to just really rest and give my body what it needed, uh, and that was kind of an act of self-care, too, is just giving myself the time I needed. Because I actually started university Monday. So I started Monday, and um, I obviously, like, everything's getting started. And so, you know, that was yesterday. And so <laughs> um, I was like, I'm going to do a bunch of work in the morning so that I don't have to do as much work in the afternoon after my appointment and ultimately decided just not to have any more work because I was feeling quite tired and I just really wanted to rest after having you know kind of like a stress response in my body I wanted to get give myself that rest so I did um and yeah so anyways um but on to our topic about exercise I feel like I'm just gonna dive right in here but I feel like exercise is always kind of like seen and I think there's this culture around it too like we talked about diet culture last week and I think there is a culture around exercise too and it's both it's kind of different things for different people like I think some people have a really positive relationship with exercise where they're just like they have fun they love being athletic they love being outdoors they love you know whatever they love right and crossfit yoga whatever right and they are just so pumped they feel like it gives them so much energy and they just love exercising have a really positive relationship with it um and on the other hand you know a lot of things out there and i think you know there are a lot of like mindsets out there that are like exercise has to be hard and challenging and you know not in a way of like a healthy challenge but in a way of like you have to push yourself so hard and there's this idea that like if you're not you know doing that if you're not you know kind of pushing yourself beyond what you're capable of um that you're not really doing well or you're not really 
you know, I don't know. I don't know how to say this, but like you're not really like getting ripped. You're not really exercising or things like that. And it's like such a negative relationship of like kind of like using exercise as a punishment. We talked about last week kind of using food as a punishment and kind of equating food to your worth and things like that. Um, so you can go and listen to that if you want to hear that conversation. But um, I feel like exercise, and this is actually my experience. I've had, I'll just talk about my relationship with exercise for a few minutes, um, but I remember as a child having exercise be something that was not a very positive relationship in my life. Um, this started from a young age, and you know, it was something that was kind of like a have to do, a negative kind of punishment of like, you know, you have to run 20 minutes and kind of almost like what's wrong with you if you can't run 20 minutes even though I hadn't trained to do that like there was something wrong with me and um there was also like a particular person in my life who was kind of you know didn't really have as good of a relationship with exercise either and kind of I got exposed to that and um it was something where I just formed a really negative association with it. I just really hated it. Um, And I just thought, I never want to do this. (laughs) Like, I never want to do this. I felt like I wasn't really free in terms of, like, almost like I didn't have ownership of my body. Like, it was, like, it was not a good relationship. Um, And so I just had a really negative relationship with it. And this was, like, very young. So this was when I was, like eight or nine years old I was like being told that like oh you should run 20 minutes and stuff like that and like I had to run 20 minutes in this environment and stuff and it was just it was not good um and that's you know I wasn't you know really trained to run in that way because like if you're not a runner right you can't just like run 2k right away right and and this wasn't something where it was like one time it was something where it was kind of part of this environment and there was this mentality like you know I don't know there's just that I wasn't really free to like own myself or own my body you know in that way and I don't know I don't want to go too deep into it but it just really set me on a negative relationship with exercise because you know I'd see it as this punishment as this harsh thing as this thing that had to be really hard not in a challenging way of like a healthy challenge but in a way of like you have to force yourself to do this and you have to force yourself to do these things even if your body is like literally just telling you I can't do anymore like I'm done you know and like I need to take a break you know, um, and I know 20 minutes doesn't sound like that much time, but obviously when you're running and you haven't, like, run, really, like, you know, in terms of, like, professionally, I guess, or not professionally, you know what I'm saying, like, you haven't trained to do that and run for 20 minutes straight, you know, as an eight-year-old, right, because it's, like, you're eight or nine, like, you obviously are running around, like, I was very active, but I wasn't necessarily 
because you just you don't think of those things when you're eight or nine right you don't think of like oh I should be able to run 20 minutes and like I should be measuring my miles right I guess unless you're a professional athlete at that age but that's really rare right so it was just not a good exposure for me um, and ended up affecting how I viewed exercise for a good number of years and probably still if I'm being honest still does sometimes like I, I have moments where I'm like I have to remind myself like okay you're in charge here you can make the rules of how you exercise and like you can be free to exercise how you want to exercise in in a way that feels good for you and stuff and like that process of taking ownership and feeling empowered again around exercise was like a huge deal like and around my body as well and I feel like something that probably I'm still doing if I'm honest um and so yeah but like the treadmill was used as kind of like a punishment kind of like a harsh thing that you know and and if I couldn't meet the sort of requirements or couldn't meet the expectations um it was like there's something wrong with me and like that's such a I think like that exemplifies so much of I think our internal narrative around exercise when it's used as a punishment when it's used negatively I think that exemplifies a lot of it because it's like there's something wrong with you. And we talked about this last week too of like, you know, if you're not, you know, at this weight or if you're not this, you know, body shape or whatever, the the idea of like diet culture being like there's something wrong with you if you look like this, if you, you know, are this weight or whatever, right? And there's something wrong with you. And that's like a very intrinsic thing of like you and your self-esteem and like it affects so much of your identity and how you perceive yourself and your worth and your sense of self-worth and all of those things and like that's such a negative thing to believe right that's such a negative association of like your worth being associated with how many calories you burn that day or how many calories you eat or what whatever it is right that's such a negative unhealthy relationship and so um fast forward to me being like 12 I think 12 or 13 and you know I'm starting to question these mentalities I'm also starting to struggle with anxiety um and that came out in like middle school I started struggling with anxiety and got into meditation and then got into yoga and yoga was such an amazing gift in my life because I it just gave me a way to exercise in a way that felt good for me and really connected me with my body and was slower and wasn't necessarily associated with this harsh idea of like I have to push myself to do this and it has to be so hard and there's something wrong with me I don't if I don't do this or whatever and it just was something it wasn't something that I wanted to avoid or that I was just automatically like no about you know like just my mind was automatically like so set because I'd had such a negative experience you know multiple experiences really where it was just not a good relationship and I just my brain was like no um and I just rejected it really but for yoga it was like I finally found something where I fit and it felt good and I tied that into spirituality, and I love spirituality, I don't know if I've mentioned this, but, like, I'm a super spiritual person, (laughs) which, I mean, who isn't, I guess, not a spiritual person, and, like, you have to believe in this certain thing, but just, like, 
who isn't who doesn't have some type of spirituality even if your spirituality is just like getting out in nature and you just love feeling connected to something bigger than yourself you know even if that's just like society or whatever whether you believe in god or not right i think we're all pretty pretty spiritual in essence as humans it it comes out in different ways though and um you may not self-identify as spiritual and that's totally fine um but yeah i feel like there's some sort of spiritual element of human existence even if you don't necessarily like believe in god necessarily you know um or a god or gods or whatever right (laughs) however you understand um some type of like bigger thing or you know something like that um and yeah so I connected it with spirituality and I just found my practice I found my thing that felt good to me I found teachers who felt good to me and through that that was honestly such a portal like it was such a portal for healing because I began to feel finally like I was seen like I was heard like I was understood like I had a space for me for myself for what I wanted to do a freedom with my body and freedom with how I wanted to move it um and ownership of that and empowerment of in that and that's like such an important thing I'm like so thankful I found that I also found teachers who were women coincidentally and who were so empowering to me in so many different ways from just the way they were women the way they were in the world and how they acted and how they owned their identities and who they were and really talked about like trauma and empowering yourself and mindset and just things that really helped me along my journey were positive influences in my journey Um, and just feeling comfortable in my own skin this was like huge portal for me to be able to do that um and so from there you know there's so many things that I could talk about like branches off of this I'm not going to go into everything about my healing journey today um if that's something you would like definitely do you, you know, reach out to me or message me? Um, you can reach out to me at helloqueencollective at gmail.com. Um, and I'll probably link that below in the description. Um, but yeah, or you can send a voice memo in actually. I think Anchor allows you to send a voice memo in. So that would probably be like the preferred method because I'll get those right away. <laughs> I'll get an email probably right away too, but sometimes it takes a little bit of time. But um, anyways, that's something you'd like to hear definitely I can talk more about that but yeah it was such a powerful thing to find yoga and through that you know I got into other things I got into dance when I was in my mid to late teenage years and really enjoyed that for a while um and you know really just liked yoga tried all these different things you know Um, I did end up actually trying running as well for myself, just as something I maybe wanted to do, because I just had this exploratory phase and this self-exploratory phase where I really kind of rediscovered and owned a lot of things that used to kind of either trigger me or be something that I had a negative relationship with, and I was like, I can define my own relationship with this, and I choose to, like, explore this and just see what it is. Um, And obviously you have to make that decision for yourself if there's something in your life that you maybe want to shift or change, right? For me, that was really empowering to explore it again um, and just be like, okay, let me see if I like this. And I didn't love running, but I kind of had an off and on relationship with it where I was like, oh, this is kind of fun. You know, I could do this, but it's not my preferred exercise. And um, yeah, so anyways, now we're here. (laughs) I know that's like skipping a bunch of years, but anyways, 
things I tried over the years, I guess, like, walking, running, walk running, um, you know, I did a lot of yoga, obviously, um, yoga is probably, like, the most consistent thing that I've done throughout the years, dance as well, I like dancing, dancing's fun, and just free flow dancing, where you're, like, dancing in your kitchen type dancing is, like, one of my favorite types of dancing, um, have I tried Pilates? I think I have tried Pilates, Pilates is harder, um, for me to do, like, it's obviously a bit more intense, um, and so I tend to like those forms of exercise that can kind of integrate to my day, so for example, like, you know, people talk about, like, oh, I park my car, like, back a while so I can walk and stuff like that, um, and I think things like that where you kind of just integrate them into your day, or, like, going to the mall and, like, walking all around and just getting, a lot of walking done, like, even though you're kind of just, you know, window shopping or whatever, right, like, you know, that's still you getting active, right, um, so I tend to like those things that are a bit more low impact, but still have a lot of, you know, valuable, like, things about them, like, you're still getting active and things like that, um, getting your steps in, all those things, (laughs) um, I still like yoga. I honestly have to get back into it, if I'm being honest right now. Like, (laughs) I've gotten out of it. And I think, you know, I had a lot of busyness um, that came up, you know, really this past year. I mean, especially this past semester. Like, in the spring, you know, I was so busy. And so some things got dropped that probably wouldn't have, like, would have been as more helpful to have, right, um, and so I didn't find, or I didn't really make as much time for, um, exercise and things like that, and some things got dropped that I didn't want to drop and things like that, and so, um, that's kind of where these things can be helpful too, is, like, finding things that fit into your lifestyle, because I know a lot of people are busy, like, I don't know about you, but it's, you're busy, right, you're busy a lot of the day, and so just having those small things where, you know, you have, like, small habits that help you, right, that's kind of the way to, like, really implement change, especially if you're really busy, because it's just, like, there's almost no other way where you're, like, completely going to be able to change your schedule, right, because it's, like, your schedule is your schedule, you have to work around it, and so I think having those times where, like, you just have little things that you do to help you um, stay healthy and stay on track with your goals and what you want, right, it can be really helpful, yeah, so, um, let's see, what else have I done? Um, I mentioned this, I think, on the podcast a few episodes ago. I don't know. Did I mention it or did I not mention it? Either way, <laughs> um, I use this app called Fit On, and it's a free fitness app. It does have, like, a paid subscription. I don't personally use that. I personally just use the free version because, you know, I don't know, balling on a budget, whatever. <laughs> I just, I like using the free version, so... Um, sometimes I use YouTube for this too, but usually I'll go to this app because that's where all the workouts are for this particular teacher, but Kinergy has been something I've been liking. And if you don't know what that is, it's basically like, it's basically like dance, but it's like repetitive movements. It's almost, I kind of see it almost like calisthenics, except it's definitely not, like it's definitely more, I think, involved, um, I mean, of course, I don't know everything about calisthenics, so I don't know that I can say that, but I feel like it's similar to it, but a little bit more intense, maybe, Um, and you basically just 
do these movements repeatedly and you're like it's anchored to the breath too which I really love so the teacher is a professional dancer and like the creator of the method is a professional dancer and she talks about like mindfulness and really just infuses that into the workouts because they have like these recorded workouts that you do um with them um sort of like I guess sort of like Zumba although I haven't done Zumba before but I know it's like recorded so (laughs) it's sort of like Zumba except it's much more like they're outside and um I I guess I can't really speak to Zumba because I haven't done it but anyways they're outside and talk about like mindfulness and anchoring to the breath and like just it's very I think mindful of the body which I think is like you don't always get that with workouts right um and so yeah that's basically what I've done over the years I think I've done I wouldn't say like weightlifting in the traditional sense I've done weights before and been like I've done different things like you know squats and weights and things like that like mini weights obviously because I don't know I guess you can't like yeah that's true you don't like know everything about me but <laughs> I don't have the greatest upper arm strength I'm like you know I, I guess I'm average I don't know but I've not done weights in like a like super huge weights kind of thing um just the regular ones I don't know but anyways um like five or ten pound weights or something so I think I've done that like not a lot but I've done that in the past before so I've probably tried like all these sorts of different things and um really like Kinergy because it's 10 minute workouts or 15 minute workouts it just breaks the sweat a bit but it helps to get you active in a short amount of time which I really love because it's like I have a busy schedule just like probably the rest of you and so that's very helpful for me so if you want workouts like that which I have a lot of workouts in all sorts of different eras from Pilates to yoga to dance like traditional dance um or you know ballet or things like that um to Kinergy to all these different things on there and um they do have a paid subscription but again I personally find the free subscription very good, so if you want to try it out for free, you can totally do that. Um, and I'll probably link that below to fit on for you guys. I don't know if it's on Samsung or not. I know it's on iOS, so I'll just link it and you can see if that works with your phone, but I'm sure there are other apps too. Um, but yeah, I mean, so that's my exercise journey. That's what I've done. and. I probably, if I'm being really honest here, I need to probably exercise more because I don't. It's kind of been something I've dropped more as I've gotten more busy in my life. Um, I used to make more time for it because I used to kind of have more time as a high school student and in university, you're obviously more busy. Um, And yeah, it's not always something that I do. And I think probably is not as high of a priority for me as it could be. Um, and so, yeah, I've been thinking about getting back into yoga and that's something that I think I'd like to do because yoga is such a beautiful way to connect with your breath, your body, and just promote mindfulness as well and really slowly strengthen things. That's one of the reasons why I love yoga so much, I think, is because I'm not a fan of high intensity things. Like sometimes I want a lot of high energy, but a lot of times I just want something that's medium or low impact that I can do that's like simple enough to fit into my lifestyle but also you know um able for like that I'm able to really like 
do I don't want to say easily because obviously there's like <laughs> there's like challenging poses there's like things like that but it's something that I'm able to do and integrate to my lifestyle without necessarily needing to like learn a lot of different new things and spend a lot of time doing that unless I want to do that right like unless I have the the passion to do that right um I kind of want it to integrate well um and I want it to be like simple enough for me to follow and put into my lifestyle easily so that's kind of why I like those things um and I also like things where I get like walking for example you get a good workout but you're not super sweaty um because you know I like to work out I don't love working out in the morning I'm basically (laughs) I joke but I'm basically useless in the morning it's like it takes me 30 minutes to just like be awake you know and so I'm not a morning workout person. I love working out in the afternoon because it's something that, like, I've gotten awake enough and kind of been able to, like, be a human and then I can work out, <laughs> you know? So, um, and I have the energy to do that. I feel like in the morning I just don't have it in me to do that. Um, which, I mean, I don't know if I adjusted things and I just decided to do it if I would have more energy to do it, but for me now, that's just what works for me, and I'm just going to keep that schedule. Um, Obviously, you can see what works for you, and so um, that's my exercise journey, Um, and yeah, let's dive into some mentalities and some exercises, different ways you can exercise, different ways you can integrate into into your lifestyle, so I've already talked a little bit about mentalities and and all those things, but um, I think there's such a powerful thing about moving exercise from punishment to something that you love doing, to something that's just about moving your body in a way that feels good for you. And if you've ever, like, heard yoga with Adrienne, she always says, like, do what feels good for you. I think, I think that's what it is. I can't remember her catchphrase now, but <laughs> it's basically, like, do what feels good for you and just, like, yoga being a way to feel good in your body right and I think exercise in general should be viewed this way because when we have fun right when we're having fun which I guess is another thing that like Simone Biles said which I mean she's a top gymnast and stuff and she's like I just go out there and like I have fun and that's usually when I compete best and I think that's like such an amazing approach to exercise too because when you're having fun being active and just you know enjoying your day right and this is just a seamless enjoyable beautiful part of your day how wonderful is that it's like you're blessing yourself you're best blessing your body and you're just having fun being active um and I forgot to mention this but I also have played tennis since I've enjoyed being able to play tennis um with my dad too and so um that's another way that I've recently gotten active and enjoyed it. I watched the French Open and was like, I want to play tennis because I saw them playing. And I was like, this is so much fun to watch and so much fun to see. And I would love to be able to do that. So I'm looking forward. It's been so hot here. Oh, my God. I'm looking forward to in the fall, probably going out to the tennis courts because we just kind of go out and like play in our neighborhood now because it's like so hot outside and it it's like we just going to the tennis courts for like an hour is just not something you're able to do really because it's so hot outside like there was a heat advisory I think on Monday and I got in my car I remember getting in my car not that long ago and this wasn't the actual temperature mind you my car was sitting out in the heat for a while but 
it was like 97 my car said it was like 107 inside the car and I totally felt that and it was like oh my god this is too hot so if you live in a climate where you can play a sport with others and you have people to play with and you feel safe doing that obviously because you know we still have like restrictions in place and I know some people are more uncomfortable with that and so it's like you have to find what works for you but um that's a way to exercise that can feel really good and for me that has been something fun recently um but yeah moving it to a fun thing moving to something you want to do moving to something like you're excited to do is so much different than having it as like something you have to do you know because if it's something you have to do and something you quote-unquote should do and you're forcing yourself to do like you're not gonna have a really good relationship with it it's just not gonna be good and I mean no one loves being forced into something right like no one loves that right and I know there's things in life where like the people say right there's things in life you would just have to do and like that's true but exercise doesn't have to be one of them in terms of the ways of like you have to exercise this one way right it's probably good for you to get active but there's a lot of ways you can do that and ways you can do that that feel good to you because I can guarantee you there's at least like some ways you feel good being active even if you're not the most active person like just getting up and walking around whether you're walking around the mall or whether you're walking around outside and you love getting outdoors right or whether you're like me and you're afraid of bugs at this time of the year and you're like okay like I don't love going outside all the time you know um I mean I like being outside I just I don't like bugs very much I guess I wouldn't say I'm afraid of bugs in like the terrified kind of way I am afraid of bees, though, so, and I am actually terrified of bees, so that's another fun fact about me, which is, this is a little bit about my fears today, but (laughs) um, I've gotten over my fear of needles, though, pretty much. I mean, I still am a little bit nervous, if I'm being honest, but it's not bad at all, and I know that, and I now have the perspective of, like, I can do this, I'm fine. Um, yeah, bees are something that I still am very uncomfortable with and have been uncomfortable with since childhood. So, um, and it was just like, it wasn't even like I had a bad experience with a bee. It's just like, I just always was afraid of them. And I, I, I don't know. Anyways, I could dive into that, but we're not going to dive into that today. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, you have to find something that feels good for you. And, you know, whether you like the outdoors, whether you don't like the outdoors, um, whether, you know, I know for me, oh, another thing I did, that's another thing I did as a young child too I loved my grandmother had this exercise bike and I loved 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 going on it it was just like so fun I found it amazing um and so fun to do and so that's another thing I should probably do again too I like have I live in an apartment like complex so we have a gym here um and so that's another thing when the gym opens again because I think like the gym is open but I think you have to book appointments and stuff and I'll have to figure out how to do that more because like um I don't know I'll have to figure out more about that but I think in the fall I'll probably do more of that because I don't know how many people are taking and I wasn't fully clear on how to do that and how to book that I'm just thinking out loud here right now but (laughs) anyways I need to figure out how to do that (laughs) note to self but yeah um I remember I always used to love them. So it's like, there's so many different ways to be active in this world. And like, you're active one way already every single day. You walk, right? You walk somewhat, even if you don't walk that much, right? So that's one way that you can be more active if you want to walk somewhere interesting, you know, whether that's, again, outdoors, you want to go to a lake somewhere, or you want to go hike in a forest, or you want to go do some 
climbing or whatever, right? Wherever you live, whatever's there, right? Um, or you, you know, want to do that indoors and just go to a mall or go to a museum or whatever, right? That's another way to get active. And it's something that can just be fun because it's not fully exercise in the way of like, I'm exercising right now, right? It's like, no, I'm going to the museum, but I'm also walking around. I'm also making sure I'm active, right? And I'm also making sure I check out all the exhibits, right? So, you know, that's one way to integrate it. Um, and one really good way to view it is like a fun activity and just match it with something fun that you already love doing. Um, or go with people. Going with people who you love hanging out with and just being active with them and having fun being active with your friends who you know really love going to the gym really love being healthy playing volleyball whatever it is right that can be a really great way to connect deepen your relationships um and practice self-care in two areas because you know relationships you're deepening your relationship with this person right just through being active with them sharing this experience and you're taking care of your physical health so it's like two like double whammy in the in the self-care arena right (laughs) you've hit two areas of like relational self-care and physical self-care right um, which I talk about in the collective is like a great way to uh, balance your self-care routine is like to match up different areas and go, can I create an activity that hits two areas for me? Um, and, and that gives me a lot of joy to do, right? Um, and so that's another great way to integrate self-care and integrate exercise into your routine. So yeah, um, and just finding things that work for you. So for me, really experimenting was a lot fun first of all and second of all a great way to figure out what exercise worked for me so I found out I don't love running it's not bad I just don't really like it that much um walking's okay biking I really love um you know and I really love um you know dancing things like that I think I like yoga more than dancing, though, so (laughs) yoga's kind of the top of my list, I guess. Um, Really love yoga and just how mindful it is and how amazingly beautiful it is, and also the relaxation component, because I feel like that's something that really helps me mentally as well, and, you know, that's, again, for me, something where I'm kind of taking care of both, you know, two things at once, because I'm, like, nurturing my personal development in terms of my mental health, and then also nurturing my physical self-care and and making sure my body's taken care of right because I'm like doing the yoga right so um yeah playing tennis right um relational self-care for me and physical self-care um because it's fun to play tennis with my dad and yeah so if you can find some way to match it up if you can find some way to match it into your lifestyle whether it's like parking a little farther back taking the stairs right just like finding little things and little ways that you can get a little bit more active and not putting so much pressure on yourself to like do all the things at once or be a master of the skill right away right be a master at like crossfit right away right just try it have fun um learn from people you like learning from and like listening to and like seeing right um you know there's certain teachers out there for yoga that like i really resonate with right and for you, that might be different, but find what you resonate with and enjoy it, right? And you might respond really well to the idea of, like, pushing yourself and challenging yourself and, like, really loving that. I personally don't respond as well as that. I personally don't love that. I love being able to, like, integrate and have it be really flowy 
um, and not have so much pressure around it, but you might really thrive in that. And you might really love a teacher like really pushes you and like, you know, things like that and just like makes you feel energized and, you know, encourages you and things like that um, in that way. And so you have to find something that works for you. Um, For me, I don't love that as much. I love it when people are, you know, guiding me to really connect with myself more um, and not necessarily, not, not pushing limits, but like in a way of, in a way of like a healthy challenge of like, let's try this and, you know, let's have fun together and just having it be more light and airy. Um, you know, not like a boxing coach where they're like, come on, you could do it. You know, I don't love that as much. (laughs) That doesn't feel as good for me. So but it might feel great for you. And so it's like, you have to find what works for you. And it's really, you know, I think that's the thing that, um, yoga with Adrian, she says, find what feels good for you. And, you know, in terms of poses, in terms of how you exist in the poses and things, and just like really listening to your body and, it's so important to listen to your body and what it needs and just listen to how you feel best, you know, because you really deserve to have an exercise routine that feels good for you. And it's like, everybody needs to be active in some way, but we don't need to push ourselves so hard to be active in a certain way that doesn't feel good to us, that feels like we're just like hating every second of it, because this is like something we choose, right? This is an empowering decision we can make for ourselves to have fun and to get active in a way that feels good for us right and it doesn't need to feel fake right because I feel like sometimes people will be like oh get active with your family and like you know this is a way to get active together and things like that and sometimes it feels a little bit fake of like oh we're really just trying to do like just trying to get exercise right but we're kind of like making it into this package of like we should be having fun right but it's like no really have fun really enjoy your time with the people you're with or with yourself or whatever right and just have fun um and just make it fun for you and just find something you love and do that you know because we all can be healthy in a way that feels good for us that honors our body and where we are um and what we're capable of too right and a note on that too especially for people who deal with like pain or illnesses right what you are capable of is not a definition of your worth at all, right? Like, somebody may be dealing with an illness that, you know, they can't get active as much as they want to. And, like, that's not bad, right? You're not bad for not being as active, right? Do what you can with what you have and what feels good for you and what feels good for your body. If some days you got to rest because you're in a lot of pain, go ahead and rest. Do the best by your body and do the best by you. Um... And just because another person is, you know, able to do this one pose in yoga and you're not doesn't mean that that's a bad thing, right? It's just like exist where you are, enjoy where you are, um, love your body as it is where it is, right? And maybe one day you will do that pose and maybe one day you'll be in less pain and able to do more exercise, right? If you want to, right? And that's not a bad thing if you need to rest it's not a bad thing if you need to take a break it's not a bad thing if you know you have limitations that make it harder for you to exercise a certain way don't feel like you have to be any certain way you don't just be where you are enjoy where you are do this best you can especially if you're in pain or something like that to you know make yourself comfortable where you are right comfort and making yourself comfortable is like really important right 
especially when dealing with an illness, taking care of yourself is so vital. Um, and just make sure that you have fun, enjoy your time, enjoy where you are as much as best you can with what you have, right, with what you're dealing with. Um, and yeah, there's no, there's no rush to be this perfect person who like can lift this amount of weight or can do this yoga pose that's like really hard or challenging for beginners, right? There's no rush. Just have your own process, enjoy where you are, um, and just be you. Be with your body, accept where it is, accept that you might have certain limitations, right? And that's fine and there's nothing wrong with it. It's like work within those to feel the best you can where you are, you know? And obviously work with your professionals too if you, you know, have recommendations from them, right? Um, And just try to do the best by your body that you can. There's no need to do any certain type of exercise. There's no need to, you know, be perfect right away. There's no need to you know, make yourself do something that doesn't feel good to you because this is an arena where you have control, right? And it can sometimes feel like you're out of control, you know, I think. And there's this messaging that, like, you should be, like, this authoritative person towards yourself in some ways. Um, I've seen that type of ex- type of messaging around exercising, and I don't think that's very good because it's, like, you are in charge and if you want to have fun and if you want something that's like comfortable for you are and like you know you want something more low impact that's fine right there's nothing wrong with that just get active take care of your body you know and do what you can with what you have where you are right there's like there's no need to be any certain way you are where you are and that's fine there's nothing wrong with you there's nothing about your self-worth that has to be all wrapped in that you're fine you're doing great And the more that you can just take care of yourself, take care of your body, and keep the best in mind for you, the more that you can just enjoy where you are and have fun where you are. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I know it's another long episode. I'm like looking at the thing I'm recording. It's like 40 minutes has gone by. And I know I've recorded other segments. So (laughs) this is going to be another long one. Oh, my God. Anyways, um... I hope you've enjoyed that. I think it was important to share that. And I I think it's also important to share about the vaccine because it's important that we get it. It's important that if you're able to get it, I think, you know, to get it and just to really be able to um, help everyone around you be safe, help yourself to be able to have that um, strength to be able to, you know, fight off this virus, right? And um, give your body the best chance it can to be able to live well and be healthy, right? Um, and just society in general, right? And people in your life, older people in your community, right? And giving people, especially people who haven't had the chance to get the vaccine, right? When you get it, the faster we all get it, right? The faster, um, it can probably be, you know, moved to other places too, because it's like once we get a certain level of immunity, right? We won't need as much um, of a supply, right? So that supply that's being manufactured will be able to go over to other areas that may be, you know, higher risk that might have, you know, not as much, um, resources to be able to, like, deploy it and, like, put it, um, in their, in their cities and things like that and in their hospitals and, you know, doctor's offices and things like that. So it's really important that we 
you know, get vaccinated and just protect each other, help one another. Um, and yeah, so I hope you've enjoyed this episode and I will go ahead and take a rest after (laughs) recording this because my arm is sore today and I've done a lot of work today on, you know, for school and, um, just really had a, had a pretty good day even though, um, it was painful today. So, (laughs) um, so yeah, I encourage you to take a rest as well if you need it and just do right by your body get active how you feel good and what feels good for you and just explore different things see what you feel about different things right you never know um what an experience is going to be like until you try it so it's good to try it and just see how you like it and if you really don't like it right you can drop it from your routine um and if you do end up really loving it it's a great addition to your exercise routine now Um, Find ways to fit it into your lifestyle, especially if you're really busy, and just make it simple at first, and don't expect yourself to do everything or to devote a lot of time to it if you're, like, not devoting a lot of time to it now. Just start gradual, and just start gradually, day by day, just trying to get active where you can and what feels good for you, and just take care of yourself and take care of your body and know that you're enough, know that you're valuable, know that you're loved, know that... You are so, so worth it always, and your worth isn't defined by anything um, outside of you. It's, it's really, you know, just innate, and you're just worthy, you're just loved, and you're just complete and whole as you are. So just remember that, okay? <laughs>